0: Good morning Jenna. Good morning. How are you? I'm great.
1: Good. Roads okay coming in? Just fine. Just Highway fine. 34 for you? No I come in on 164. So. 164? Okay glad the roads were good with this uh this rainfall. Yeah,
0: Just slow and steady today it looks like.
1: Yes. Well Jenna let's talk about you have seen a rise in the vaccinations.
0: Yeah we feel like in the last couple of weeks we've really started to see um, you know they approved the 12 to 17 for the Pfizer. And so we're seeing a lot of uh, parents bringing their students in to get vaccinated and just an increased interest in the Johnson and Johnson this week. Um, you know, right now we, we do have it in inventory. What we have we'll, after um, August 3rd, we're not sure when we're going to be able to order more. So, you know, if you've been kind of on the fence and thinking about getting the J&J because it's one and done, uh, now is really your time to to get that done. And so uh, just, yeah, it's it's been good. We typically will do between 40 and 50 um, each week. And from our other providers in the area, OSF Holy family, they're at the medical group there, they're kind of seeing the same thing. So, you know, just kind of Slowly chipping away at our numbers, so our percentages are, are looking good.
1: Okay, what is our vaccination numbers?
0: So right now for the total population, so this includes everybody, even those that aren't eligible yet for a vaccine, we're sitting at um, around 36.6%. But if you look at just those that are eligible, so 12 and up, we are at almost 49%. So that, that looks good. That looks good as we get ready to go back into the school year.
1: Okay. And uh, any information you can provide on the adoption of the guidance from the CDC and the IDPH for our schools?
0: Right. So that came out um, earlier. Well, at the end of last week, I guess, the CDC came out with their guidance. IDPH and ISBE, I think, are still trying to iron out a few details and what that will look like for Illinois, even though they did adopt it. you know, They will give suggestions um, for the schools for how to maybe do a layered approach to what things might look like going back into the school year. So, you know, about where and when masking should be done and, and looking at our percent and our new cases, percent positive positivity and new cases what percent of their students and staff and teachers are vaccinated so there's lots of variables what's going on in the community and trying to build an approach so you know going into the school year if if our numbers stay where they are right now um, you know last week we only had four new cases so far this week we only have one things look really good right now we do understand that those things can change so let's put together you know some layered strategies with some trigger points um, so that we can scale up and scale down that approach in the
1: schools Okay. So scale up, scale down based on the numbers.
0: Right. And I mean, the, the goal this year really is to have in-person education and yes. keep the kids in the classroom. Um, it's really vital that they they need to have that contact with fellow students and with their teachers. So,
1: yes, as you talk with different uh, uh, teachers around the area and coaches, for that matter, one of the unique things we learned through the COVID pandemic with the masks was uh, being able to see your facial expressions. facial expressions. That was huge, right. especially for, for young kids.
0: Well and being able to communicate and just, you know, read those facial expressions as you're as you're teaching a lesson and you can watch their their face and say, yeah, that student's really getting it, or no, maybe they have some questions or, you know, you have some quiet kids that don't really speak out. Well that, that mask kinda helps them kinda hide even more. So, you know, I think it's time. They need to see those those faces and be able to communicate.
1: Okay. We're talking with Jenna Link, Warren County Health Department Administrator. Uh, You said cases are really good for our area. How about statewide?
0: Um, It's kind of the same statewide. I mean, numbers, the state now does a weekly um, release just... Similar to what we do, so you know that total number looks a little higher than what we, but it's still the it's it's the same.
1: Okay, so the two thousand some odd we had last week was a weekly. That's a weekly total. Okay, so,
0: there are certain areas where they, you know, we now have that Delta variant. It has been identified in Warren County, so it is here. That seems to be the predominant variant that is um, pretty prolific right now, and so we're, we you know, that's why we continue to encourage people to get vaccinated. Um, all of the vaccines are working against all of the variants. And so, you know, it's just really important. We, the intent of the vaccination is to prevent severe illness and hopefully hospitalization. And that it really is working to do that. And so um, for your best protection, that's that's what you need to do is get vaccinated.
1: Jenna, how about uh, for for vaccinations, can one still carry? the COVID-19 or this Delta variant, and pass that on to others?
0: So, like I said, I mean, the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting it. Um, It does, you know, most that have been vaccinated and end up getting COVID, their symptoms are very mild. And what we've seen all along, like the more symptomatic you are, the more the viral load, the more contagious you are. So if you have a very mild case of COVID, you aren't as likely to, to transmit it to others as you are when you're very ill, okay. So you could still pass it, just probably not as easily or to as many folks.
1: Okay. What else do we need to be aware of with uh, COVID nineteen right now?
0: Um. Oh gosh, you know, I, I feel like I've, <laughs> I feel like I've talked so much about it. Like I don't know what oh, else. It's, o- it's only been a yeah, year. And yeah, half it's, it's, been like, it's only been this. a year and a half. I'm just like I feel like you know at this point there's. um not you know, a virus is a virus. It's gonna it can't survive without a host. So it's gonna continue to um, mutate and change so that, you know, it can continue to spread from person to person. So it it's very advantageous and that's why it's just really important that you be cognizant every day. How am I feeling and should I go to school or should I go to work or maybe just stay
1: home until I'm feeling a little bit better. Right. Right. And uh, that'll be very important as we walk into the school year, right, as right. we look at fairs. Um, you know, the, the normal activities are resuming. Right. And uh, we'll see how everything, uh, Oh, hopefully everything just goes wonderful.
0: I hope so, too. I yeah. hope so, too.
1: How about uh, any labs coming up or... Anything we need to be thinking about back to school with the dental clinic? Right. So, you know, for the back
0: to school, the kids, they have to have their their physicals and their immunizations and a dental exam based on their different grade levels. So, you know, now's the time to be getting those things scheduled and, and done. Um, school's really just around the corner. Summer has gone by so fast. <laughs> so what, we have maybe a month? So you have about a month still to get those back to school immunizations and, and, and um, exams done.
1: Sure, sure. And uh, those... Uh, can be done right there at the health department or need to be done at the your health care provider either
0: either oh, okay. we do not do physicals at the health department you can do your dental exams at the dental clinic and then there are immunizations that can be done at the health department as well
1: okay and how about uh west nile with all this rain hanging oh, around
0: the mosquito re- reports are terrible so i i've You know, when you get these heavy rains and water ponds, all it takes, if it holds water for seven days, it can allow mosquitoes to lay their eggs and hatch. So, you know, in a very quick, warm temperatures, we can end up with lots of mosquitoes. And they're pretty vicious right now. (laughs) If you're out at, you know, dusk, make sure you're wearing your um, mosquito repellent, protective Mm -hmm. clothing, because we do worry about West Nile virus as we, you know, progress into the summer.
1: Okay. Well, hopefully we stay on a steady track with uh, the cases being low. And uh, hopefully we get rid of this uh, this Delta variant.
0: Yes, you know, I almost forgot. So next Friday, the, at the Farmer's Market, I almost forgot. I even have notes right here in front of me, so that's crazy. <laughs> so we will be at the Farmer's Market next Friday, July 23rd, from 5.30 to 8. And we will have vaccine with us. So the first 20 to come and get vaccinated will receive a free 2020 Commemorative Monmouth Pottery COVID crock. So... From what, what Kelly at the Chamber tells me is that um, some of the most collectible pieces of Mammoth pottery are the ones with mistakes where the leaf is printed upside down. And so last year with COVID and all the craziness going on, they decided that their pottery, they would have the leaf printed upside down. And so they do have some 2020 commemorative crocs left. So the first 20 that come and decide to be vaccinated will get a free qu- free crock, and then for those that have already been vaccinated if you come and provide proof of vaccination you can bring your immunization card if you want take a picture of it on your phone is probably the safest way so you don't lose your card come up to our tent show us that you've been vaccinated you get a five dollar coupon to use um at the at the farmers market. Okay. So and then there'll be also some chances to enter into drawings for proof of vaccination. So not that I think any of these ideas will, if you're on the edge about vaccinating, I'm not sure a free croc is really going to say, Oh, I'm finally going to get vaccinated. But it is a way for us to say thank you to those that have, have made that decision and committed to getting vaccinated.
1: Well, and I think people want to know, have there been any um, reactions? Have there been any side effects? that uh, you're aware of, uh, you can tell us about Warren County and what you've experienced. Right. So out of
0: all the vaccinations, when we give a vaccination, we have you wait with us um, for 15 minutes afterwards so that we can um, observe you to make sure that you're not having any immediate anaphylactic reaction um, to the vaccination. And we've had none of that happen um, of course you know everybody ends up with some kind of side effect because you are receiving an immunization and your body is going to respond and you see it a little bit more with the second dose than you do the first dose but that has all been normal nothing um, out of the ordinary um, with with those vaccines
1: okay how close are they to being approved so that they, we can get past the emergency uh, the federal emergency use right
0: so you know I think that's a big thing you know everybody's like you know what what else could convince people that that are on the on the edge and not really decided yet not by all means at this point it should have full authorization we've given enough vaccine we've seen what's happened with the vaccine we know it's working we shouldn't still be really offered you know under an emergency use both Pfizer and Moderna have applied to the FDA for that full approval it's going through the process it is a very lengthy process You know, that was kind of why they took the strategy of the emergency use to begin with um, so it should be coming
1: it okay. should be coming Okay, thanks for keeping our audience updated from the health department perspective. You're welcome. Anything else you need to share with folks? I
0: think that's it for now.
1: Okay, Jenna, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. Thank you. Administrator Jenna Ling from the Warren County Health Department on 13th.